1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Jeremy White and sneaky Joe DiBiase. What is your order to establish how good the wings are? In order 10, before I order any more, and the way to find out if they're good is to order 10 Me- Medium. Oh, the answer's hot. Sneaky Joe DiBiase. There's more skill involved in creating the sauce with the medium because you're combining more of the butter with the hot sauce. Used hot. I mean, there's going to throw hot sauce in there. Jeremy White. I mean, the, the words that were just put together. What? There's more skill involved in a medium? Yes. A medium is the 40-yard dash, and the hot is the shuttle or the three-cone.
3: Not WGR. Real ones no. Sports Radio 550
2: i want everybody to know while it's a is it a football friday Hmm. free for all friday i want everyone to know that if joe has a substandard performance today it's because he was just delivered some some shocking and gutting news and to try and push forward through it is going to be, you know, know devas- you're devastating. Gonna, you're going to have to battle here today. I'm legitimately devastated, especially right now. as I sit here and revel in your devastation on, you know, some level. <sighs> yeah, it's a it's a football Friday. Football. What happened while I was in the update? I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> European football Friday. I can't believe you didn't have it in your update. Yeah, should lead. It's the bi- biggest news in sports in the world this morning. What? Is it bigger than Belichick's not going to coach? But that's not really news. That's yeah. like that's like a, it's a consequence or an, is this an yeah. outcome? It's bigger news than Raheem Morris becoming the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. My beloved Jurgen Klopp, head man at Liverpool, is walking away. Who walks away in the middle of a title race when well, you're he, in first place? He's staying to the end of the season. He said, "Yeah, you, but like who announces it? I guess sure is what I mean. Yeah. Right? He's saying to the end of the season and then he's walking away. Man, tough one." <sighs> Tough, tough. You got. You know what? Lame duck coach. Now you gotta wonder if those players want to play for him. I mean, I gotta wonder. I got my questions. Pack it in, Liverpool. It was a nice season. It's a nice run. No, they're gonna. They want to. They want to send him out on top. They're gonna win for this, him. This is extra motivation. Yeah. Holy cow! It's big news. Yeah, yeah. Decade there. Success too. He won every trophy. He did. He only won the Premier League once, but like, what are you gonna do? It, it, they hadn't won in forty years, so it is one of my favorite things about the Premier League. And for those of you that don't watch the Premier League or, or, or like it, that's fine. We can actually make a couple of you know parallel points here. In the Premier League, both Buffalo coaches would have been fired by now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> McDermott, too. To three times over. Yes, yes. yes. They yeah. fought, and Klopp has not been fired in a decade because he's won every trophy. Right. But there probably were moments where people thought it might be close. Just mm. because you have a bad half a year, Right. and over there, they're like, get this loser out of here. <laughs> Belichick would have been fired in the Premier League after uh-huh. one. Brady gets hurt, they they miss the playoffs at 11-5. and five. Out. Yeah. The message is stale. Like, you get fired all the time. Teams will have three coaches in one year. sometimes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Both of these coaches would have been fired in the Premier League. Yeah. Wh- which one uh, more? are you more certain about that for? Granado? Granado. Granado. I mean, Granado. Yeah. Yes. Gr- Granado would have been fired 13 games into this season. Yeah, because the McDermott equivalent is like, what? If, like... Chelsea's manager finished top four three years in a row, yeah. but four years in a row, but wasn't close to winning the title. Sure. Something like that. Like legitimately great year to year to year to year, but you haven't gotten to the title game. You're, you're In this case, you haven't gotten to like, you know, the final weekend of the season. And that still might have been be alive. my guy, Mikel Arteta at some point. He's yeah. starting to dial up on him if they finish second and third and second and third. It might be, oh, you know what? It's not good enough. After you know, a decade of mediocrity from them. Expectations. You know, on the coaching point, we'll get to Belichick. I have a question, and it's a bit of a research question, and sometimes sometimes I think of stuff, and I think, you know, somebody should look that up. And I start to, I, but, but there's a lot more research to do. And here's the question for you, Joe. Ready? Mm-hmm. Josh, you too. We all pretty much know McDermott is not going to be fired, and they're not going to hire a new coach, and not going to move on. My question would be this. In the history of Let's just do NFL football. How many times has a good coach that no one would dispute is a good coach been moved on from, mm-hmm. and the replacement, it really did blow up? Because we get lots of examples of, hey, when mm-hmm. Dungy hit a ceiling, they moved on and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Andy Reid was 4-12. The Eagles moved on. What did they do? A couple years later, they won the Super Bowl. In fact, the next year, they made the playoffs at yeah. 10-6. When you point to there's another one fresh at the top of my mind, it's somebody that moved on. Uh, you already mentioned Dungey with the Bucks. What's the other one? I mean, the Dungey then retired oh. with the Colts, and they won. Marty Schottenheimer,
1: right? Marty Schottenheimer. He went
2: 14 and two and got fired after a playoff exit. Right. The next year, they went 11 and five and went to the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. So every time this is brought up, you only tell the success stories, and I yeah. wonder. Where are – are there failures? Is -hmm. there an example of a team that was winning all the time and fired a good coach and then, boom, they lost his magic Mm -hmm. and they lost what they had (laughs) and they really were back to square one? Because I don't think there are that many examples of it. Hmm. I think there's one that's like a primed position to be in is the L.A. Rams. If they ever fired – like Sean McVay is a good coach, but if they ever fired him – I feel like the next guy, no matter who it is, would probably come in and it wouldn't look as good because the Rams because he's aging and sure, but he's so good that might be right. it. You're, if you're firing a coach, you really think is so good, who, right? Who replaces Sean McVay now? McVay won a Super Bowl, so in a lot right. of these cases, right. I think we're talking about guys that haven't proven that they want it, right? Right? Yeah, you want you want Schottenheimer, you want a guy that's won won games but they're hitting their head in the ceiling. They haven't done the thing that everyone on TV can say which is well they've proven they can do it, right? Who who is that? Who fell that short? Got fired? got fired and then the team regretted it. Yeah. I've got an answer in college football. <laughs> What's Which is Syracuse and Paul Pasqualoni. Oh, he was a coach that was mm-hmm. middle of the road and they fired him and moved on and went into a decade and a half of yeah. horrendousness, which might have been inevitable to begin with. So that again, I want at the NFL I mean, does, does anybody have an example? A good coach got fired, and that team really struggled to get back. Can, can I can I go to Marvin Lewis for this? Okay, like they go, won. A go bunch to Marvin of, Lewis. They they won a bunch of games. Let's see though. He they they won twelve games in his fourth to final season. Then he went six and nine and one, seven and nine, six and ten. So that that doesn't work great. Like they weren't yeah. that good when he got fired. They were good a few years before he got fired. Right. That's right. In his final three seasons, they went 6-9-1, and 7-9, 6-10. and Yeah. They hire Zach Taylor there in the Super Bowl in year three. Yeah. Now, Taylor was bad enough for them to get Burrow. That's, of course, the other, whether it's the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. the conversation is, how many coaches get fired or the quarterback this good? It doesn't happen. Right. It's just, that's, like, Dungey. even, if you think of when Dungey left the Bucks, they didn't have the unbelievable quarterback. They had Brad Johnson. Mm -hmm. and Brad Johnson was pretty good. Or if you think about Andy Reid, they bounce back with Michael Vick, right? They got another yeah. Yeah. You never see a coach with a quarterback this good get fired. It almost never happens. Having a quarterback this good is an insurance policy. If you're talking about the Chargers is the best example where Schottenheimer got fired, he would have had Phillip Rivers because then they go Mm to the AFC Championship game. How about with the Colts? the Colts had the Colts got to have somebody in here I don't know what the right one to pick is but they how about G- Jim Caldwell he went 14 and two then 10 and six and then is that the Manning year they go two and 14 yeah that's the ma- the year Manning's hurt yeah and they come back and they they get Andrew luck they go to Chuck Pagano and did they meet expectations did they ever reach expectations with Chuck Pagano well they went right back to the playoffs because Caldwell went to the Super Bowl he, did. he didn't. He didn't win it. I don't think that's right. But he, he went the next few years with Chuck Pagano slash Bruce Arians. By the way, the guy that came in right away won Coach of the Year. Bruce Arians. Right. Yeah. They kept going to the playoffs, and they went to they peaked at a AFC Championship with Chuck Pagano, and of course they also got rid of Peyton Manning. Right. And here's the but like, they, they did get Andrew Locke immediately. Right. After. And then Locke retired. Yeah. And they went on hard times again. Right. How long ago did Luck retire? Yeah, I was gonna say like when is that like? Because now I see Reich is in there in eighteen, and they went back to the playoffs. But I think Luck, I think Luck is gone by then. No, Luck Luck gets one year with Frank Reich. So now maybe that's not a perfect example either. This might be tough, you know. And if you're trying to fit it in with a, can I can I find this example of a guy where it didn't go so well, where a team where it didn't go so well, but they also had the top quarterback? Because maybe that hasn't really happened. No. Because it's so hard to do bad when you have a guy like that. You're kind of asking for an unprecedented scenario. Yeah. All the other ones, none of them have the guy this good. This would be like if the Colts fired, look at the list of coaches here, fired um, Dungy because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Like in Dungy's first year, they go to the playoffs and lose. In his second year, it's AFC Championship. Third game divisional, or third year divisional. Fourth year divisional. Mm -hmm. fired right let's just hey they fired him we learned that in tampa you had a ceiling here we are we're in indy you have a ceiling that's two straight divisional losses after a afc championship loss you're not going to get over the hump the next year they won the super bowl Mm -hmm. i got i got one that uh is is maybe fits here a little bit i'm thinking philip rivers has got to have a guy like this right where they they he had different coaches. He did. He had Schottenheimer. he had North Turner. So North Turner, North Turner went AFC Championship game 11 wins, divisional round somehow at 8 and 8, and then divisional round at 13 and 3, 9 and 7, 8 and 8, 7 and 9, okay? So again, like not we're not talking McDermott level of, of consistency here from North Turner. Right. So they fire him. They also don't have Josh Allen, they have Philip Rivers, who's Philip Rivers pretty good all, all of a sudden he's... they're drawing comparisons, which is probably not right. So they fire North Turner. And then they go nine and seven, nine and seven, four and twelve, five and eleven, with Mike McCoy as their head coach. Yeah. So you know, on a on a lower level than what like a McDermott and Allen conversation would be. Norv Turner, okay, we've been pretty good with Norv Turner. We've made the playoffs several times. We've gone deep, but we're hitting our head in the ceiling. Let's fire him and bring in somebody else. And the guy that they brought in did did worse. Right. It was a hot was a hot coordinator. It was a Peyton Manning hot coordinator in Denver. That's Mike McCoy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. they got rid of Norv Turner, who was a veteran coach for the hot coordinator, yeah. and it didn't go well. I have a tweet about Jim Schwartz's Lions. That, that doesn't work either. Schwartz did not have anything close to the record that Sean McDermott did. Right. And when they fired him, they brought in Jim Caldwell and went to the playoffs in year one and year three with Jim Caldwell. Hmm. Jim Caldwell, by the way, a couple of good seasons with multiple franchises. Colts. He's always the guy that gets pointed to. Is like, how has he not gotten another another crack somewhere? Yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't have to mean anything. It's one of those spots where you know I'm not drawing a conclusion, but just fleshing out. For those of you out there that want the Bills to make that change, although we know they're not going to make it, let's say we get to this time next year. Wouldn't you put it as very unlikely this time next year as well? They get to the exact same spot. They get to the divisional round and they they lose to Cincinnati. Yeah. Let's make it not Kansas City. Let's make it Cincinnati. Or if you want to make it Houston, make it whoever you want. Mm-hmm. I really don't think it matters who it is. I think you and I talked about this a little bit earlier this week. I, I worry less about it being the Chiefs and more about it being, you know, once you get to, like, the final eight. This is where you hit your head against the ceiling. Yeah. By the way, John Fox was another one I just looked at. He lost in the Super Bowl, but then that went well. The Gary Kubiex. They fought, They got rid of John Fox after 12-4. and four. And then they brought in Gary Kubiak, and then in his first year, they won the Super Bowl. So, that went the other way. Peyton Manning was still the quarterback. Um, I mean, it, it might not matter deep down to the team. Fans will care who they lose to again, though, right? I, I mean, may, maybe that's not right, because we actually haven't really had that tested. Except for last year, where maybe that is the proof that they lost to a different team last year. And... It, it to me feels like there was more frustration after they lost last year than there is this year maybe because they were 6 and 6 maybe for whatever reason maybe because last year they lost in a in a you know in a not quite a blowout fashion but a controlling fashion versus this year where it was like end of game situations they were right there they lost by 3 so maybe it doesn't matter who they would lose to but i would fully expect that if they lose every year that they don't make it to the champ conference championship game at the least, that the temperature gets turned up and every the group of people that would like to see McDermott, you know, or that think McDermott's hit his ceiling, every year that, that group increases. Like the 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 pot of people that think that right now is larger than it was two years ago, even yeah. after thirteen seconds. Yeah. Because you have two more years of evidence that, oh see, no, he may he can actually he can't actually, you know, win the big one. Yeah, and I think on this show, I don't know if you, you know, your friends and family talk to you about this this McDermott issue. Sometimes people will tweet us or say to us, like, you guys treat it like it's ridiculous. And I, I don't think that's true. It's it's always, I hear it. I don't think the change is going to happen. But the people that think McDermott should be fired are not radical. They live among us. They're just, they're our friends, coworkers, countrymen that think, eh, I think you might have a ceiling. And again, like I told you yesterday, I'm not so sure I buy the whole idea of ceiling, but the question is, can they do better? I've got a good answer here, a, another good one. Lovie Smith, okay. Lovie Smith with the Bears. Here are his outcomes. He won Coach of the Year in his second year with the with the Bears. His records were eleven and 5, 13 and three, then three seasons of seven, nine, nine, seven, seven, nine, eleven and five, eight and eight, ten and six. That's okay. a good. That's a good run with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they fired him for Mark Trestman. Okay, Mark Trestman. Wow, the the CFL guy. Yeah, right. Former Bills rumored coach many times. They were gonna bring in Mark Tresman of the CFL. Weren't they gonna bring him in, though, as like an offensive coordinator, or is it gonna be the head coach? Maybe. I thought I saw him many times as a okay. like, coaching candidate. I don't know if that ever, ever got okay. all that close. But so uh, but they they fired a ten and six head coach. He was ten and six after eight and eight and eleven and five, and had multiple, had a thirteen and three. He had made the Super Bowl, Lovey Smith, as the he, head coach. Yeah, he had made the conference championship game three years before he got fired. Yeah, so that's a guy so. that's made it farther than McDermott, and he got fired, and after that it went south. But again, you never yeah. find with, it. with the same quarterback, by the way. And who's the quarterback? Jay Cutler. It was Cutler, right? Do you? I mean, come on, he's right. the but, but, but uh, he's the best quarterback in Bears franchise history. He, he is, but yeah. that's not saying that much. Again, like this scenario, but we had seen how far he could go. It was the conference championship game, and then Trussman got him and couldn't make the playoffs. Super Bowl, not just conference championship. With with Cutler though, specifically. Oh, right. Sorry, because yeah. yeah. I think it was was it was, it was Rex Grossman, Grossman that was, made the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. What what a time! It just never. Ever happens with a quarterback this good the guy doesn't get fired and if he if he does there's not really a blow up afterwards all right i can't find one if anybody out there can think of one or can find one what know. about what about what about jason garrett i don't jason think of him very i don't think of him as a very good coach, but he went to the playoffs consistently right and then they've brought in mike McCarthy that's just not different right it's the same right. thing. it definitely didn't blow up no they they're, they're got- still winning games they're just you know they, it, was it probably said about Jason Garrett that he can only take you so far? You can't get you can't win the big one with yep. Jason Garrett as your head coach. And then they, but he won games, right? And then they fired him, and they're kind of just right back in the same spot. Yep. Yeah, Garrett's final but two no, right. seasons went eight and eight and six and ten. McCarthy comes in. I'm sorry, his final season was eight and eight. McCarthy's first season was six and ten, and then they go right to twelve and five. But even that one, like that, that's not gone worse. Mm-mm. it's it's if anything like they're making it to the same point in the playoffs and they're winning more games in the regular season so it's not like it blew up i don't think it can blow up no not if, it's, if it's, your quarterback is good enough that's right it's it, where we are right now it's making the case for the people that want the change again i don't think it's going to happen i'm i, I wouldn't even pick it next year I wouldn't even pick a next year to happen. Like if they had, if they had fired McDermott and hired Raheem Morris as their head coach, who is not near the top of the list for a guy that I would ever want to see coach this team, just because of the defensive mind in nature. I don't. Right, feel like you I'm wouldn't doing want to hi- different. You wouldn't want to fire a defensive coach for another defensive coach. No, right. But let's say they did that. They they fired McDermott and they hired Raheem Morris. What do we think their record would be next year? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. Twelve and four. Do we not think that it would be expectation wise would be pretty much the same? Yeah, pretty much. So I don't want to say that head coach doesn't matter, but we know quarterback matters more. I don't know how much worse it could really get unless you're hiring like Adam Gase to be your head coach or someone that's like on the extreme end of like with oh, this guy we know is really bad. There's a current team going through a change that a texter writes in a tweeter writes in this good 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 case here trevor suggests what about vrabel vrabel is Mm. dismissed by the titans and Mm -hmm. they're bringing in brian callahan a hot offensive coordinator vrabel's last two seasons seven and ten six and eleven before that he had you know four straight winning seasons yep and it made the afc championship game had a lead in that game. That one I could see going pretty poorly because we don't know much about what their quarterback situation is. Right. It's another one where the change is happening with a franchise that doesn't have yeah. an answer right there. Fun fact on Will Levis. I saw like a fun fact on Will Levis. More, which... more a funner fact than he eats mayo and his coffee and banana yes. peels. Mm-hmm. He led the league in turnover-worthy plays. Shocker. Like total or like per throw? I think per throw. Okay. Because he didn't play that much. So it would be super impressive if he (laughs) led in just total. He led the league in turnover worthy throw percentage. He also led the league and EPA added on scrambles. Hmm. Josh Allen Light. (laughs) You got to root for this kid. Yeah. I mean, he's not likely to turn into what Josh Allen is, but if you want to watch Josh Allen's alter ego, yeah. The devil on the shoulder, that's Will Levis. I mean, watch this kid play. It's awesome. What if he's just like 20, 2019 Josh Allen, but just like perennially? Like, like that's just what he, he'll he never take that next step. It'd be great. will just be the 2019 version of Josh Allen it'd forever. Be, it'd be like watching videos of yourself playing beer pong in college. Yeah. Watching, you know, videos of yourself in your glory days. Here, <laughs> right. here we are. Look at that guy. He's great. Uh huh. I mean, we've all grown up a little bit here in Buffalo, but look, look at us. Yeah. I'm telling you, you, you got to get into Will Levis. That- I I hope he gets the starting job with Brian Callahan, and he's nothing more than that for the rest of the time. That's one, though, where I could see it going a lot worse. Vrabel was someone that was milking and squeezing every last bit of winning out of a team that probably shouldn't have had that much success because of his style, right? And because of the way they played with Derrick Henry. And... How much I of, don't know how how repeatable that is when it's not being driven by, oh, we have a great quarterback. That's why we've been winning. How much of Vrabel's success, though, is chalked up to Deshaun Watson left the division and and be stopped becoming Deshaun Watson? Because his, his divisional finishes were hmm. second, third, second, and then, oh, look at that, 2020 won the division. 2021 won the division. I don't, I don't dispute that. I mean, I thought they were a fraud for years, and a big point of emphasis for me on that was that their division was always so bad. So... Uh, yeah, how much crossover was there with with Watson and Houston? Like a year, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, eight oh three oh five fifty to join us. CJ in Buffalo. Hey, CJ, what's up?
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, I don't. I don't really agree with most people that want to get rid of Sean McDermott now. Um, I think it's. Like, I don't. I look at Miami and I say, you guys, they switched their coach. Tua looks amazing, and all of a sudden they beat the Broncos by they 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 put up seventy on the Broncos, and they're the best team in history, and. They're going to do this, that, and the third. And all of a sudden, they're back to doing the same thing they've been doing. Losing to the Bills and just making it to the playoffs. And then they, they lose right away. What Then a coach won't change much of anything if you already have a good coach. Yes, they have a good coach. They have probably the best weaponry on their team in the league. Um, e- even with Tua being, not being Josh Allen, he's still serviceable. Like He's still a good quarterback, if you ask me. It's just like it doesn't fix everything. Secondly, I don't know how much another coach will handle off the field things that the Bills have went through the last two years on top of doing his job and having players believe in you, even at six and six and going on a run. Like most coaches can coach and yeah, you might just know the X's and O's, but how many coaches can do the X's and O's? Make sure you have conversations with the leadership or your team and get the team over the hump mentally, emotionally and physically going to field and handle it, and you're the defensive uh, coordinator on top of being a head coach, on top of losing so much of your defense. Like, there's an emphasis on what he actually showed and what we, sh- what we should be grateful for. Now, as far as the offense, I do believe, you know, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean should bang the table on wide receivers due to the fact that you have two awesome tight ends, You have an awesome, great offensive line. You got your running back that you've been looking for in the draft forever. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See What so Much else that you need now, go get all receivers. You already showed what you can do with your defense. You know, I'll leave it at that, but I don't think we need to change a, a head coach in general. I think it's all situational.
2: Well, to the point about how how many other coaches could be a leader off the field like he is, I would say an awful lot of them. And it's not to say that I take anything away from McDermott. I think there's of all the stories you're gonna hear about your own head coach, the glowing leadership, leader of men stories are like off the charts. You're gonna hear tons of those. Pittsburgh has that. Mm-hmm. John Harbaugh in Baltimore has that. Does Andy Reid have that? Probably still believing at six and six like i don't I don't hand out merit badges for still believing at six and six you're i got teams playing at six and ten playing their butts off to win their seventh game of the season so six and six they weren't dead and i, I don't know i i, I don't want to say I give no points for that but I just think that's a rosy PR thing hmm lots of lots of teams believe in their coach players love Pete Carroll Players love, I mean, like, go up and down the list of guys like this. Not everybody. Yeah. I mean, people didn't love Belichick, but he won a lot. Which matters more? The winning. The winning does matter more. It's not to It's not to take it away or it's just that point to me sounds like you're just, I mean, it sounds like you're McDermott's agent when you when you spin all that stuff. Is it there? Sure. But let's leave it over here on the contract negotiation because the next coach, I'm trying to think, like, what, what coaches don't have that? Rex? Rex, Rex has got his players too, though. Doesn't sure, he what coach yeah. doesn't have? This guy was a leader throughout and yeah. and off the field. They are all spun like that. Yeah, I right. I for that, I I care less about that and more about like I would want to give McDermott less credit for. You know, having the guys rally around him at six and six, and more credit for him, for they went from six and six to the two seed in part because he figured out how to get his defense back to being yeah. a top five unit. Right. That's, I guess that's That what to me is more important. The shorter way to say that is like, you win five games in a row, there's not a person alive that's not going to call you a leader. Right. You just win the games, you got the job done, you won. Right. What would you have to do to not be called a leader? Right. D'Amico Ryans, does he already have that with Houston? See, I bet he does. Yeah. Look, look what he did for that team. CJ Stroud gets hurt. All of a sudden, they're. Up against it, they weather the storm, get Stroud back, go, and they win a playoff game. So add D'Amico Ryan's to that list. Dan Campbell. You don't often hear it about the play caller guys, do you? No, you hear it about the defensive guys. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear it about uh, about Shanahan, do you? Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in San Francisco. McVeigh. No, right. Like maybe there, but like I never actually McVeigh. Yes, McVeigh. You hear it? McVeigh? Yeah. I've heard a number of interviews, including Andrew Whitworth did. I forget where he was on this, but he's on Amazon. You yes. know, during the season. But so. there was a podcast I listened to where he said the first time he met Sean McVay, he knew right away, this dude is different, and I'll follow him anywhere he goes. Yeah, First time he met him. So it's not to say it's not true. It's just when you paint it as this guy's the best at it, I think you're just kind of buying into some narrative about him. Mm-hmm. Because if you win, you're a leader. Look what happened with Belichick for 20 years. Wow, look at the Patriot way and how they buy into it. And then Tom Brady left, and that whole thing evaporated in two years. Mm -hmm. Anyway, not trying to come across as that's fake, just more so I think that's kind of standard. Sure. It's like wearing a number one dad shirt, you know? Yes. There are a lot of good dads, (laughs) but a lot of good coaches in this way. I mean, Dick Geron, I think, was good in this way, but didn't win games. Uh Uh-huh. He's got his players love him. Players, uh, Ralph Kruger's players loved him. Players, didn't they? players. How much did it matter? Players love Chan. Yeah. All right. Stevie Johnson still talks about how much he loved Chan. Yep. This probably goes too far on that point. So, without disagreeing, CJ, I just kind of want to give a little, maybe some context there. I still want to give him credit, but again, because yeah, yeah he fi- I'm, because I'm not- he fixed the defense. Right. That's that's where I want to give him the most credit. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. Plenty to get to. We got to talk about Belichick. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for the odds to come out on Belichick's next team? And after like all the jobs are filled, yep, yep. Are you ready to see the Bills in the top three on that list on oh no gambling board? So you ready for it? Oh, I, no. I bet you see him. I bet you see him on that gambling board. The Bills. Because how they, high you want to you want to bet? <clears throat> Tied for third. Or, right. h- or higher. You want to bet? Well, we have room on the bet board. The first time we see Bill Belichick, any, any list of odds on, be- on where Belichick's going next, you've got them. You've got the Bills being in the top three. Yes. All right. Let's bet it. All right. Five bucks. Put it on the bet board. All right. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Look at that. We got a bet board. A bet on bet odds. Yes, we're betting a new bet- one. We're betting on betting odds. Yes, <laughs> on the bet board here in studio. Jeremy and Joe on WGR.
3: This is purely speculative. I want to be very clear. And we're just throwing this out
2: there, having some fun. But we've heard over and over about the possibility that at some point in time, Andy Reid could walk away from mm. football. So if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl this Whoa. year, could Wait that, would that do it. make him more likely to walk? Don't do it. And if he did walk at that point in time, and you're the Adam. Kansas City Chiefs, and Bill Belichick were still sitting out there? <laughs> oh, no. Would that not
3: be an interesting possibility if that's what Andy Reid decided to do? To go take a run oh, at arguably we... the greatest coach of all time and to <laughs> replace one legend with another? Again, we're having fun.
2: We're throwing things
3: out there. Great. But
1: Next that's interesting Chiefs to watch
3: up. if
2: the Chiefs can find their way to win the Super Bowl. Listen, Adam Schefter. I don't mean to say I don't mean to take you apart here, but you're not allowed to speculate and have fun. I was going to say, yeah, you are Adam Schefter. If you say it, we all then think he must be hearing something. You, you gotta you gotta leave that to the clowns yep. like us. To, that's right. To get into that's not... for, that's for us to do. When yeah. you do that, it just became real. Yeah, he's an important businessman. Now I've got Schefter on record talking about Belichick to the Chiefs. Where will they be on the odds? All right, you ready? Holy here, cow. here it is. I've got it. I've got it. I can't make. Wait, I'm so mad we didn't think of it. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Do you know why? Belichick, in the ultimate revenge Mm -hmm. against Tom Brady, leads Patrick Mahomes to a number higher than Brady. Wow. That's evil. Yeah. And he wants to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. See, this regulating is for us, not for Adam Schultz. Right. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense, I can't believe it. He's heard Andy Reid's going to walk away. He thinks, all right, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) You got seven. If Mahomes gets his third, Belichick thinks, I mean, he's old to win five more. But yeah. maybe, maybe he settles for just himself winning more than Brady. May, there you go. That would be, that would be two more. He's two more. Yeah. And the, no, the, what better place to do that? And the Chiefs are young and loaded defensively. Mm-hmm. And they oh, I love and they, that. And they have Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Schefter's not allowed to say that. Right. But he did. Good morning. So, Jer- Jeremy and Joe with you here on WGR. Want to shout out all the sump pumps out there grinding today. Yeah. Yeah, a soaking rain overnight. Our sump pump was firing up every thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. I hit a part on Sheridan driving in here that the water was so deep in the middle of the road that I I actually legitimately thought about: Am I? Could I get stuck here? There was a truck in front of me that seemed like they were having a little bit of a tough time, so they ended up you know getting through. I ended up getting through, but like it was half it felt like it was halfway up my tires. Mm. It could it's pouring rain out, all the snows melting. Right. The rain is melting the snow, adding to more water. There's flood watches in the creeks in the area and yeah. Yeah. I mean floods in your basements out there and floods in your streets and your yards. I mean it's just it's a mess. This is the grossest time of the year. Is when that like yeah. the week after it snowed a lot and is now it's warm for the first time. This is the worst. Yep. Eight oh three oh five fifty. I've got a couple responses on the. I tweeted out shout shout out to the sump pumps. Joe writes in mine is fighting for its life. And Jason <laughs> tweets in mine keeps saying never give up, never surrender. <laughs> Go down there and give your sump pump yeah. a motivational speech right now. You let it know you believe in it. Yeah, I've got confidence in you. Come on. The water's got to go somewhere. No days off. <laughs> no days, days off. off. Just bring your phone down and put on the Herb Brooks uh, <laughs> speech, and just like yeah, play it, play it for the for the sub pump. Play the Rocky soundtrack. Just leave it, yeah, like, just on a loop is, down there, there. Is there is there music playing in the basement? Yeah, it's for the sump pump. I gotta the make sure pump. it stays motivated. Yeah, eight oh three oh so, five fifty. So Belichick's really not gonna get a job. It would appear he's really not going to take a job. There's a NFL.com, there's a headline that no indication Belichick is in running for a head coach opening. So the only spot left would be, hypothetically, I mean, Dan Campbell's not going to get fired if the Lions fall short. Right. And John Harbaugh's not going to get fired. And Kyle Shanahan's not going to get fired. So if Seattle goes with Dan Quinn, as expected, and Washington goes with Ben Johnson, as expected. Then Belichick is waiting on the Chiefs, like Adam Chefter just suggested, or he's waiting until next year for pick of the litter. Mm -hmm. The best I thought for the whole time, I thought the best job was the Chargers' job, and once that went to Harbaugh, if you're Belichick, I'll just wait for another franchise quarterback to be available. If you're seventy, don't you want to do that? Right. He there was there was a report. I'm trying to find it from yesterday. Um, Maybe it was Jocene Anderson. Someone legitimate was reporting that basically where the Belichick and Falcons thing broke down was that Arthur Blank wanted to make him the head coach, but it was all the other stuff that stopped him from doing Hmm. it, which I I would think would be like personnel control. Arthur Smith insisted he couldn't throw to Kyle Pitts because nobody does. Here we go. It was Albert Breer. Albert Breer said Arthur Blank wanted to hire Bill Belichick as the next Falcons head coach. It was everything else that was going to have to happen. To, to get him to Atlanta. That stopped it. And what is everything else that was going to have to happen? They, Isn't that him like having full control over all football operations? And they had to cut the sleeves off his hoodies and they didn't want to do that to their <laughs> merchandise? Maybe maybe that. Probably football decisions, sure. And if you're any team in the league right now, you saw how that went in New England. Who in the world would want him having, well, having control over if that? If there's one team that does not need Bill Belichick's help drafting offensive talent, it's Atlanta. Well, sure, fine. Take over the uh, take over the operations. We've already spent the last three years top ten picks on stud talent. Mm-hmm. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and B. John Robinson. Go find a quarterback. Go get Kirk Cousins. Hire Bill Belichick and watch this team go to the playoffs and win 12 games. Yeah. Breer, Breer added, by the way, Belichick and the Falcons were like a disagreement on the organizational reporting structure. Gotcha. So basically who Belichick reported to. So, and like, we just heard Brandon Bean say the other day that, like, the way that it's set up here is that Bean reports to the owner and McDermott reports to the owner. And, I don't know, that, that Brewer report makes it sound like Belichick was going to have to report to the GM or the president of football ops. And he, he's like, no, no, I'm reporting to you and that's it. Well, maybe I'm just guessing at that. You don't have to guess because the Falcons, after hiring Raheem Morris, did change the structure of their front office. Oh, yeah. General- above, above Morris? Yes. General Manager Terry Fontenot and Head Coach Raheem Morris will now report directly to owner Arthur Blank, not to CEO Rich McKay. Okay. Okay. So, did Belichick not want to report to the owner? He wanted to report to Rich McKay?
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: That that would be weird. Did Rich McKay come from New England? Didn't they have a million different personnel people that came through New England? They they did. They, they did. I don't remember if McKay was uh, was one of them. Quick search. He no, he came from, to my he knowledge. Came from, he was the Bucks GM from '94 to 2003. Yeah. Okay. And the Falcons GM for 2003 to 2008. So maybe it was just that he was going to have to be like above the GM. I Ma- don't know. Maybe maybe that's reporting structure. It's the GM reports to Belichick instead of the GM reporting to the owner. That could be a possibility, right? That would basically be Belichick saying, I'm in charge of everything. You can keep the GM, but he reports to me, not to you. And Arthur Blank says, That's not happening. And then they don't, that, that's it. Right. So Raheem Morris gets hired, and now the GM and the coach report to the owner the same way they do here. Right. And I'm, what I'm saying is maybe Belichick didn't want that. He wanted the GM to report to Belichick. Sure. Specifically. That's possible. If I'm not going to be GM, then I'm his boss. And is any, but here's the thing. If that is important for Belichick, will anyone ever give him that? Is that how he never coaches again? Is he oh, he uh, chooses? I'm not going to coach just to coach. I, yes. I want to. I want to be in charge of everything while I'm coaching. Well, I'm not. I'm, I, I want to be in charge, but I report directly to the owner. There's a team that is ready for that that we okay. thought would fire their coach and didn't. That's Dallas. But teams might be real. Oh yeah, that's right. But teams might be real afraid to let him be in charge of personnel in any way, you know, just be the coach. And if, if everything else means, you know, some version of what the structure was in new England, then I don't know. I I I think there's a possibility that no team would, would hand him that. Well, what is, what is, what are you, what are you really getting if you hire Belichick next year, you're getting a 72 year old man is going to be your coach for how long? Great and, question. And you know that it hasn't worked since Brady left. You know that he's had tons of struggles with player personnel so, like, what, you know, at this, it's crazy because he has six Super Bowls, but at this time, what are you really getting if that's the deal you sign with Bill Belichick, if you're any team? Shout out Mike Catalana, Wham in Rochester, who made this point and said, it's incredible, a coach that's gone 29 and 38 in the last four years and hasn't won a playoff game since 2018, <laughs> hasn't gotten hired yet. Right, the resume is impressive. Oh, wow, I'm looking at it. uh Right around two 2000- thousand. 20, 2019, things seem to have gone south for you, Bill. What happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, about that. 8030550 if you want to join us. Jeremy and Joe, wide open lines for you. It's a free for all Friday. Give us a call on anything on uh, the Bills, on, I don't know, the Falcons, if you want. Coaching hires. Raheem Morris smack like Raheem Morris sounds like a McDermott hire. Like, hey, this is a guy who's a coordinator who has had some success. Yeah. And I think if you're a Falcons fan, you look at Sean McDermott and you point to this can work, it worked for the Bills. Raheem Morris is a name that's been out there for quite some time, not exactly like the biggest name in the coaching hire cycle, but we'll see how it goes for them. The difference is this guy has coached before. That's right. Jeremy and Joe on WTR with your phone calls and, uh, you know, your motivational speeches for your sump pumps, too, if you want. Hey, what's up? Jeremy and Joe with you here on WGR on a Friday. The rainiest of, uh, of yeah, all Fridays. The rainiest of Fridays. This is the Sump Pump pregame show. It's the Sub Pump Bowl. And the Sump Pump postgame show. Yeah. In-game show, halftime show, all of it, whatever. 803-0550. And uh, Bill Belichick looking for a job. Doesn't seem to be in the running. And if you didn't hear it, we came back last segment with... Adam Schefter speculating, and he kept saying, "I'm speculating." Mm -hmm. What about Andy Reid winning a Super Bowl and walking away, and Belichick going to Kansas City? Don't they have Scott Pioli there? They—he's always around that building, right? He's always even if he doesn't have a job, he's walking around there somewhere. He was there. Scott Pioli was also in Atlanta for a long time. Yeah, he is uh, right now in Atlanta. Yeah. Most recently, he was in Atlanta. There was there was about a 10-year stretch where every person that ever worked for the Patriots went and got jobs. <laughs> right? Right. And now the guy... Well, that's, how about okay. that? The guy that got all these people jobs can't get a job right now. <laughs> all right. He, um, was there any other team that, like, it, it was surprising, didn't even... He didn't even get an interview anywhere else, right? He interviewed with Atlanta and... I think that was it. I think that might have been it, yeah. So is that him doing that, or is that team saying, yeah, no thanks? Because what do you really want when, you, when you're getting a coach? You know, don't you have to be in the perfect spot to hire Belichick of, we are in total win-now mode right now. Like, our window is a few years. Like, a lot of these, you know, when you fire a coach, usually it's more teams that are kind of restarting. And, like, what, what are the Panthers going to do with Bill Belichick, I guess, if they had made him the head coach? He's going to coach for three years, they're going to do what? Well, if you're in the the- Super Bowl, you're Belichick. What are you doing? You're trying. Like, I'm not going to take a job that makes me look worse. I've got a re He has a reputation to protect. Mm. I don't want to come out of this looking like a fool. I got to trust the franchise. I've got to like some parts of the org- organization operation roster that are not. You're not taking no. the pan- He would never take the Panthers job in a million years. Right. Never. Right. No get a break in. Ron, hang on with us on the other side. 803-0550, A free-for-all kind of Friday on a very, very rainy, rainy Friday as well. But the big, huge soaking rainstorm appears to have kind of passed. It'll, we'll still get light showers throughout the day, so maybe an opportunity to uh, catch up for the sump pumps out there. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. Ah.
1: <sighs>